0: Guilt can prevent us from setting the boundaries that would be in our best interests and in other people's best interests. Quote by Melody Beattie. Part of my healing journey is fulfilling a recently discovered life purpose by reaching out to those in need of healing from emotional abuse by toxic parents and generational dysfunction. If you are sheltering in place, as most of you probably are, Perhaps using this time of no distractions to acquire new healing strategies might be helpful. If you are like how I used to be, a chaotic emotional firefighter addicted to busyness and outcomes, this quiet time may feel like torture. If you are craving an emotionally healthier life and hopefully experiencing a spiritual awakening, I hope These many podcasts that I have created resonate with you. I try to cover a lot of ground in a direct way so you can heal in place and fill your still. Today's podcast is about boundaries. Boundaries are like an invisible shield or fence around you, it is a line that you set for yourself and others that separates you from others and their toxic influence. Boundaries are a measure of self-esteem. They limit the ability of toxic people being too comfortable criticizing, controlling, and manipulating you and are important mental, emotional, and physical walls that protect us from being used and exploited by toxic people. Setting and maintaining boundaries is a skill I had to learn main characteristic of narcissistic parents is that they have no regard for personal boundaries. They violate boundaries at will with no concern of how anyone else feels. Children of narcissists like me feel bullied and frustrated. On my healing journey, I have learned about setting boundaries with people and importantly with my own mother. I gave up my own toxic behaviors, which were driven by the unconscious goal that she will magically transform into a loving person. I stopped my exhaustive, futile attempts to please her. Most people who have weak personal boundaries had no role models when they were young. Witnessing narcissistic and codependent dynamics that probably go back many generations contributes to us believing that love equals what we do, not who we are. Unhealthy boundaries are characterized by sharing too much or too soon, or at the far end of the other spectrum, shutting yourself off and not expressing needs or wants. I did both for decades. Feeling responsible for other people's happiness, a common trait of codependency. Inability to say no or fear of rejection or abandonment. That was also me. A weak sense of your own identity. You base how you feel about yourself exclusively on how others treat you. Disempowerment. You allow others to make decisions for you. And consequently, you feel powerless and do not take responsibility for your own life. I saw myself as a victim for decades. One classic tactic that narcissistic mothers use in boundary violation is asking inappropriate questions. Mothers and daughters are not friends. They are parent and child. And when it comes to personal matters of Maybe sex and relationships, it is perfectly normal for the child to keep that information to themselves. Instead of respecting this boundary, a narcissistic mother pushes it by opening it up as a topic for discussion without any regard as to whether the child would feel comfortable. My mother used to share inappropriate information uh, in order to produce what she perceived as a close relationship. And that bound me to her in a web of inappropriately shared secrets. She demanded overtly and covertly that I do the same. Since I can remember, my mother forced me to fill her empty soul, first by me parenting her, then by her oversharing the details of her life and then making me feel obligated and forcing me to share volumes and de- of details from my daily life. It made me feel special and needed, but also very drained. It was my full-time job from birth to fulfill my mother's toxic, relentless need for constant attention how I discovered that I needed to build stronger boundaries. I was emotionally exhausted after speaking to certain people, including my mother. If you dread conversations with certain people, or you walk away from conversations feeling exhausted, that relationship is probably taking too much out of you. They either overstepped a weak boundary, or there was no boundary to begin with. This is why I have gone low contact with my narcissistic mother. I didn't know how to say no. That is something I'm still working on, but I have made significant growth over the past few years. There is a difference between helping people and not being able to say no to them. If somebody asks, somebody close to you that cares about you needs help moving, that's different. That that's helping them uh, without sacrificing your soul. Without a strong boundary in place, we continue to say yes even when we don't want to. I used to take on way more than I could handle and ended up in a very bad place, which led to constant burnout, anxiety, and depression. For so long, I needed approval from others. Relying on the outside world and outside people for your sense of self-worth indicates a lack of boundaries between you and other people. You cannot control other people's opinions, and they have their own unmet needs and their own agendas. By placing my value in other people's hands, I put my happiness in their hands as well. I have learned how not to do this lack of privacy. My mother never gave me any privacy. privacy. And to this day, I still feel obligated to share everything. But I don't react to that feeling. I keep what's private to myself. She used to come over my house when we lived in the same state and read my mail. I do not owe my mother every single detail of my life. Being able to define boundaries And define my own space has been liberating and life-changing. Boundaries play a critical role in dealing with a narcissist. Although your mother may try to make you feel guilty for building boundaries, you have no reason for guilt. She brought these boundaries on herself. If she had behaved properly and respected you, you wouldn't have had to set the boundaries in the first place. It took me years to learn this. I spent most of my life feeling bulldozed and confused. At the beginning of my healing journey, I began setting boundaries and refusing to share excessively personal information with my mother. I did feel guilty because I knew it was hurting her, but at the same time, I felt less burdened. This was an aha moment for me. My mother still gets angry when I don't play her, quote, forced closeness game with her. She consciously and unconsciously reacts to her manufactured pain by becoming upset and criticizing me. She thrives on attention, even if it's a negative, and it expects me to concede and eventually apologize for for something that I didn't do. Toxic parents see boundary setting as a form of rejection, and they will probably lash out. My mother plays these cards well, but no longer wins the head games. By being hurt and disappointed, she will receive the attention she craves from someone else. Maybe my stepdad or anyone else who will listen to her complain. Toxic mothers ignore boundaries, and they make your life miserable. They are manipulative, controlling, and critical. They make it impossible for you to emotionally separate yourself so that you are able to make your own choices, set your own goals, and live a life that's fulfilling to you. Instead, you feel trapped, you question all of your decisions, never feel good enough, and consumed by guilt when you say no. Weak boundaries leave you very vulnerable and easily taken for granted, and damaged by other people. On the other hand, healthy self-respect will produce healthy boundaries, and will protect you from jumping into toxic relationships, and may make you aware, and prevent you from getting close to people who probably don't have your best interests at heart. Boundaries protect us, From emotional abuse, manipulation, exploitation, and space invasion. According to Sharon Martin, author of the CBT workbook for perfectionism, there are three parts to setting boundaries. First, identify your boundaries. Be clear on what you need before communicating or enforcing the boundary. Two, Communicate those boundaries clearly, calmly, and consistently. Stick to the facts without over-explaining, becoming defensive, or pointing the finger. For example, it's more effective to say, I'm calling a cab, I'm not getting in a car with you when you've been drinking, than to lose your temper and start screaming at them. Three. Three if your boundaries aren't respected, evaluate your options and take appropriate action that is healthy for you. Setting your boundaries should not be based in fear of how your parent will react. What matters most on a healing journey is what's best for your mental health and your emotional well-being. And this will benefit your children and significant other. I have set boundaries with my narcissistic mother and I have never been happier. Boundaries are simply meant to provide a framework for healthy relationships both with other people and with yourself. They serve you and the people in your life. Setting healthy limits means you can make intentional authentic choices about your life because you are motivated by wisdom and self-love rather than out of fear, obligation, or guilt. This is Tammy Atman with The Stuck Stops Here. I hope this has been helpful.